Welcome to this year's edition of the Stampede Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Mannering, and I'm here with Lars Boothroyd and Nick Spadorsha. We'll be taking over this podcast from last year's crew, Walter Santiago, Brandon Walsh, Aiden Mulligan, Joe Spadorsha, and Michael Curley, along with other students from our program. On this first episode of the Stampede, we will be discussing the 2019 football season and the recent changes that have been made to the coaching staff. So football, coming into a new season with a new coach, looking to improve from the last couple of years where they've had a rough couple seasons, only winning a couple games in the last four or five years, I believe. They started off started off pretty pretty rough against Walpole, coming off a 20, 28-12 loss. That's a tough loss, but they, they did come back and, and beat Medway 17-20. to 20. Yeah. In that Walpole game, I think there's just a couple unlucky plays, some drop passes, some interceptions. Just overall, could have been a better game from Norwood. Honestly, could have won it if they turned that around, but they bounced back to Medway, got a nice 17-10 to 10 win. For sure. I mean, that <clears throat> that Walpole game, they definitely they hung in there. It was, I believe, 7-6 at halftime, so they were – hanging in there for that whole first half. And then, like Lars said, just the unlucky plays at the end of the second half, drop passes, interceptions, you know, it, it just really killed them in the end. But they moved on to Medway. They took a nice win over Medway and then definitely took a nice win over Westwood. Yeah, they were able to co- continue that momentum they had against Westwood, against Medway into Westwood, with uh, coming into Westwood with, re- with Westwood having a record of 2-1, and one, coming off a win against North Quincy, 19-8. to eight. And they played a good game, good fundamental football, having lost the previous game against Westwood 7-6 to and a tough loss. Close game. That was the one game I know they were looking forward to last year, potentially winning. And unfortunately, they weren't able to get it done in the last minute. Came down to the wire, but... Against Walpole, that, that first touchdown that they got, they had momentum coming into this season. They, they did go up 6 nothing. I think that might be one thing that Norwood football could fall to with this year. They could get up early. I think they might be a little set, like might be able to relax a bit and take their foot off the gas. But they got to stay on it, stay on the teams, keep putting the ball, keep getting scores. They're really keeping the ball rolling here yeah. from Medway to Westwood and soon to be Hopkinton. Yeah, I got to keep that momentum they have going into Hopkinton. Hopkinton's having a rough season so far, going 0-5 in scrimmages and regular season games. They are unfortunately dropping down from their past seasons coming off of the coming off of the previous winners of the Tri-Valley League, and now they are ranked 150th in the state and 25th in the division, which is significantly lower than Norwood. And uh, yeah, they're having a rough season so far. Your first game against Walpole, you guys lost 28-10. to 10. And did you guys feel, like, any flashbacks from last year? Like, how did you guys come back and to face Med- Medway? Uh, first of all, it was 28-12, not 28-10. But um, just wanted to get that. But um, even though we did lose that game, uh, just from the start of the game, it was just such a different feel than last season. Last season... Um, we could barely get anything going against Walpole. You know, we got shut out against Walpole, but our first drive of the game, second play of the game, we scored a touchdown. We went up six nothing. Uh, we played Walpole tough the whole game. At the end of the first, at the end of the first half, it was seven six. Like we were very much in this in that game, very capable of winning that game. Um, you know, we had a lot of opportunities, a lot of couple plays that a couple plays go differently. We we could have won that game, and you know, I feel like 
um, it was just a little early in the season that if we didn't play well for week one, say we played them this week, I'd be really confident in our chances. But um, last year and previous years, playing Walpole, we were just outmatched. But this year, uh, we were just a more a, t a more together team, and we could really tell on the field. Even though we lost that game, you know, we could tell that we had a good, tough football team, and that we're going to win games this season. So coming off of two wins against Medway and Westwood, it seems like you guys have gained some traction, turned it around after Walpole. How do you think you guys achieved that? Like, talk about that. Um, you know, we really wanted to beat Walpole bad, but we knew after we lost that game, you know, that wasn't the end of our season. We still have 10 more football games to play, 10 more football games that we can win. And so we had the bye week immediately, immediately after to kind of process the first game and start preparing for the rest of our season. And I feel like these last two weeks against Medway and Westwood, um, we've just really had excellent game plans. You know, we knew exactly what we needed to do to defeat these teams. And we prepped the game plans all week, had good weeks of practice. And when it came to the game on Saturday, we executed very well. And I think that's led to our success. Yeah, during the game uh, at Westwood, you guys started off really strong. And then they came back a little bit. But you guys really held it together and, and pulled out with the win. Yeah, um, I've, I feel like we dominated Westwood more than the score would tell. Um, they got their first touchdown uh, off a interception return. But... They didn't get a first down in that game until late in the second quarter, and we were just running the ball all over them. You know, we made a, a couple mistakes in that game. Uh, there were also three, we had three fumbles that the refs, that we took from the other team that the refs didn't call. And so a couple of plays go differently. That would have been a blower. I was, I was really satisfied um, with our team's performance against Westwood. I feel like, you know, we played tough, we played hard, and even though we were down 22-21 with two minutes left, we found a way to win the game. And in the past, you know, we found ways to lose games. But this team, we find ways to win game when it gets tough. So right now we're 2-1, and one, and you guys have Hoppington on Saturday, and they're 0-5 so far. 0-3. Um, two, two, two of the games were scrimmages. Two so of them were scrimmages, yeah. so they're 0-3 right now. Are you feeling confident going into your game Saturday versus Hoppington? Um, I'm feeling very confident about you know what we have going on um, how we're playing how we're feeling but I certainly do not overlook the opponent of Hawkinton at all um, two they're two years removed from winning the Tri-Valley League in football um, one year removed from beating us 28 to 7 last season so it would be foolish to think that we're gonna go in there this is their home opener they're hungry for a win it would just be foolish to think that you know we're just gonna go in there and dominate them without any fight so um, I feel like we gotta. We can't overlook them. We gotta have a very strong week of practice, a very strong performance on the field. But I do think that this is a game that we can win. I think it's a game that we should win. And as long as we continue the lot, like we have the last two weeks, to execute our game plans and play very hard, I think we can win this game. So looking towards Hopkinton, Hopkinton seems to be more of a stronger first half team, scoring most of their points in the first half. And you guys seem to be more of a second half team, scoring most of your points in the second half. Do you guys have any plans to make changes or prepare for that to hopefully get a win in that game? Um, you know, I would say that we're not really thinking about, you know, whether we're scoring in the first half, whether we're scoring in the second half. We want to we want to score w right away in the first half, you know. I, we feel like that if we can get an early lead, a two-touchdown lead on this team, then we can control that the whole game and that, they, that they'll fold if we get a big lead on them. You know, they are a tough team, but 
we think that if we can get on them early, if we can punch them first, if we can get in there right away and get a lead and control the game, that we think we're going to be good if we can do that. You guys are averaging 19.3 points a game, and they're averaging 15.4 about. So uh, how do you think that's going to play in the game? Um, so because of the opponents, um, they've played some strong, some strong opponents with some strong defenses, Hingham, uh, Wayland, and Ashland. And I feel like the teams that they have played have slightly stronger defenses the team, than the teams that we've played. So I feel like uh, the representations of points per game it's not something that I'm really looking at or, or worrying about, but I'm very confident in our offense that we're going to score a lot of points on this team, and I'm very confident in our defense that we're going to st stop them from scoring. So, I mean, I'm not sure whether this game's going to be a high-scoring game or a low-scoring game. Uh, I could really see it go either way, but uh, either way, I'm very confident in our team of stopping them. Yes. Um, you know, we have a great sophomore class and a great junior class, and that builds very well for our future, but... Uh, some sophomores, Sabo DeCall and Brian Mateo, they're playing great for us. Offense and defense, you know, two great athletes, tough kids. You know, they're going out there every single game performing for us. And then juniors, uh, obviously our quarterback, Jason Den, he's playing uh, unbelievable right now. And then Robbie Wachowski and Dan, Dan Olo on both sides of the ball. They're just two big, tough kids that, um, you know, they're leaders on the field. And I've, I think that they're going to, that those those kids are going to keep this program st strong in the next few years. So you guys are ranked 98 in the state, 13 in your division, and they got 150 in the state, 25 in, in their division. So um, do you think that's going to play on the field? Um, so the way with the rankings work, you know, they, they fluctuate a lot. Like just last year, Hopkinton, um, when they had a little bit of a stronger team last year, I think they were ranked top 50. Uh, our team wasn't quite as good last year. I think I think we were ranked like 100 ranks below them, and now we're like over 50 ranks above them. So the rankings can fluctuate a lot. Like we moved up 36 ranks uh, from our win last week. So I wouldn't. I don't necessarily pay attention to the rankings that much because I know that they don't mean anything. Um, just because we're ranked higher than them doesn't mean that we're going to win the game. So I'm not really focused on that or thinking about that. Our last state championship was uh, 2000. Do you think uh, there's a possibility at this year? You know, uh, to be honest, I really can't look ahead that, that far ahead right now. Um, I'm just focused on going 1-0 this week and beating Hopkinton. That's all that matters to me. But, you know, if, if every single week we, d we, play how, we play as best as we can play, we play how we're supposed to play, I mean, who, who knows how far we can go. Sounds so, good. is it going to be a goal of your team to try and clinch a playoff spot, or how, how do the playoffs work? The way the playoffs work is it's it's off um, point. It's like off a point system. So, with every game you win or lose, you get a certain amount of points based off um, the strength of your opponent, uh, the way the game goes. So, I'm not sure how many teams are in our division, but the top eight teams from um, Division Four South make the playoffs. And so I would say it's 100% a goal of our team to make the playoffs. And I think right now we're in very good position to reach that goal. We just got to continue on our path. And so as long as we, you know, win this week and we'll see what's after that. But win this week and just stay on that goal, I think we'll be fine. So to wrap this up, it seems like you guys are looking to change the stigma at Norwood High that we're all like bad at sports. Football will never win a game. It seems like you guys are trying to turn that around. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I really have hated the last couple of years. 
um, the attitude towards just definitely the sports program in general and especially the football team that you know nor isn't good at sports nor doesn't have good athletes but it's just not true um, and I feel like this year we're gonna we're really starting something um, I mean I guess I can only speak personally for the football team but this year I feel like we're gonna have a very good season you know continue our season as long as we stay in the track that we're having and I mean the with the kids we have the underclassmen on the team the kids that we have coming up I think that our program is just going to keep getting better and better every single year and I, I think it sh should be the same with the rest of the Norwood teams in that I, I think that th starting this year and for the years to come I think people are going to uh, have a change of opinion on Norwood sports because I think we're going to get better every single year. Alright well it sounds like you have some great underclassmen leadership, great upperclassmen leadership. It sounds like all around you guys are very confident going into this season and uh, you know I'm hopeful that you guys are going to turn around the stigma and you guys seem like you're doing a great job uh so thanks for coming thanks for uh you know being with us here today and yeah good luck with the rest of your season all right thank you so norwood coming into this new season with the new coach looking to turn things around overall they've started off well going two and one and overall norwood sports have been improving slowly with their new coaches in the past couple of years so yeah I, d I definitely think that's the that's the case with Norwood Sports. Uh, we've been getting a lot of new coaches in the past year. We had uh, new the new hockey coach, obviously Chuck Allen, in the last couple of years, and he definitely turned turned the team around, making a few playoff runs. And same with lacrosse. Like we lost our coach, and we have Dan Reyes now as our coach. And then we were coming off a one and eighteen season, and now last year we made playoffs. And I think these new coaches are just like bringing up the intensity, you know, changing the stigma of losing at Norwood and. They just want to like push each team to you know go as hard as they can, make their playoff runs, like do what they have to do. All these teams winning too is motivating every other sport because um, you know if you see one of your high school teams winning and then you play for a high school team, you'll you'll want to win too. Nobody wants to be that team that goes <laughs> 0 and 18, 1 and 18. I know how that feels. It's not fun at all. But, no, uh, yeah, being from Norwood, you definitely know. Like you know what it's like to go 1-18 and 18 and you know what it's like to have a losing season but you also know what it's like to have a winning season in some cases and with the new coaching like it's a it's a good feeling to be a part of one of those teams that's now like so tightly knit together and you know making playoff runs it's it's a fun time yeah overall Nord Sports I think they're slowly improving I think in the next couple of years we'll be back to the caliber that we were back in the early 2000s the 90s when we were winning all our state championships with the seniors leaving next year, we do have some solid underclassmen and some juniors that are really going to fill their shoes. Like, uh, so naming off sophomores, we got Brian Mateo, Sabode, and then juniors too. We got Robbie Wachowski, Jason Dennehy, Danny Olo, and we just have a really, really solid underclassmen coming up. And I know the freshman team from last year went undefeated, so they're looking to come up, get some plays in varsity, try and help make an impact, get some touchdowns. Definitely, plays on defense. definitely. Like I know that normally younger kids are really playing on varsity, but like it, for football, I, the sophomores, the juniors, like they're they're really helping out. Like they're really influencing the team. Like, and I don't know. I just feel like in the years to come, that's going to help us. It's going to be really beneficial to have young leaders on the team. Yeah, you don't see uh, freshman kids from freshman year going into sophomore year playing on varsity, but we do. We do see it here because we have a pretty solid team coming up. 
I think a lot of that has come from the new coach preaching togetherness, trying to bring the whole team together, not just upperclassmen versus lowerclassmen, making everybody one group to fight together. Definitely. So overall, looking forward for Norwood. They're looking to continue the momentum they have going 2-1 and one so far, trying to make a good playoff run, seeing that their last state championship was in 2000. Well, that's all we have for this episode. For more Stampede content, be sure to check out the Stampede SoundCloud and follow us at NHS underscore Stampede on Instagram.